0: Blood. the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families.
1: Today's message, Jesus Christ, the Son of God And now here is Bishop Caldwell
0: The Bible to the Gospel according to Matthew Matthew chapter 16 Commencing at verse 13, verses 13 through 16 The Bible says, when Jesus came into the borders of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others, Jeremiah, are one of the prophets. And he said unto them, but who say ye that I am? Tell your neighbor, you got to know him for yourself. But who say ye that I am? Verse 16, and Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Thou art the Christ. The Son of the Living God. You know, in in days like these, uh, people are playing around with the name of Jesus. In days like these, a lot of people don't know him and they don't think that they can know him. And myself, being born in this beautiful chocolate skin, over these years have been led to believe by those that had access to the media that Jesus was a white guy. And who in the world, that's being black, already having problems with white folk, want a white man over them again? So I had problems. I had mental issues for a long time until I came to that Wednesday night. I was 27 years of age, and I went home to commit suicide. And they had this white man, Billy Graham, on TV. See, the word of God is not bound. And I got down on my knees and I cried out unto the Lord. And from the age of 27 all the way up to where I'm sitting here right now. Right on the edge of being 75 years. I thank God for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the son of God, is what I want to talk to you about. Jesus Christ the Son of God. The name Jesus means Jehovah has become our salvation. Go to Matthew 1:26. Let's see what the name of Jesus is because that's not a name to just be thrown around. That's a powerful name. That's just like playing around with a two-edged sword. That name has power, all power in that name. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, in Matthew 1, 26, you'll find these words. Am I in the right place? I'm not. I am not. But i tell you where I am. I'm in 21. <laughs> okay. And she shall bring forth a son. Talking about the Virgin Mary. And thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Who are his people? It's not just Israel. This gospel must go into all the world for a witness. And then the end will come. So the name Jesus is the name Savior. And salvation is in no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And that's the name of Jesus. Now, Jesus, listen to this, on the coast of Caesarea Philippi, asked his disciples, who do men say that I the son of man am? They said that you're Jeremiah, John the Baptist, Elijah, or some other prophet. And Jesus said, yes, but who do you say that I am? And God gave Peter the revelation as to who Jesus is. Now this Bible is God's word. Peter opened his mouth and said, the first thing out of it, you're the Christ. And see, you're the Christ. You're the son of the living God. You're the Christ. Say these words back to me. He's the Christ. He's the son of the living God. All other gods are idols. Okay now. Isn't it amazing that Peter pulls the word Christ out. See because. He was Christ. Before he was Jesus. And he was Jesus. Before he was the Christ. Let me explain that to you. Peter said. Thou art the Christ. Christ, that word Christ means, in the Greek, is the word Messiah. Say Messiah. So Messiah is the Christ. And Messiah also means the Anointed One. So where did this come from? And why was this Messiah being looked for, even down through Moses, Jeremiah, Obadiah, Ezekiel, All of them had a word in their mouth about that prophet. Everybody was looking for that Messiah. Because the first thing out of Peter's mouth, looking at Jesus, standing about six foot tall, he weighed about 200 pounds and he had a 12 pack. You would too, you're always up and down a mountain. Yeah, no Mercedes. You walked everywhere you went. So you want to be like Jesus? Get rid of your car. Start walking. <laughs> That's a joke. So Christ means Messiah, the anointed one. Where did this word first get released? And where did this promise first get released? That God was going to send us some help. Genesis 3.15. The third chapter of Genesis, we come in on top of the sin of Adam and Eve. After the fall of Adam and Eve, God preached the gospel to them and made them a promise and a commitment. So Christ is the first introduction into the earth realm. And you remember now, the name of Jesus was not Put out there until the angel came and had this conversation with Mary. Amen. And that was thousands of years from what we're about to read right now. Alright. In Genesis 3 and 15, just to pull it out. God is saying, well let me pick up, pick up verse 14. Genesis three fourteen and 15. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this thing. Thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field, upon thy belly shalt thou go, and thus shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. Now listen to this, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, and he shall bruise thy head, And thou shalt bruise his heel. That's the promise of the Messiah. That's it right there. And God worked all his plans of redemption off of that verse right there. I'm going to send you some help. The seed of the woman. That's the conception. The holy virgin shall be with child. That that, that right there God is pronouncing that there's going to be a virgin. That will have a baby without the aid of a man. And we know her name to be Mary. So God is saying, the seed of the woman. And when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son, made of a seed, made of a woman, made under the law. So, down through those years, everybody was looking for the Christ, the Messiah the anointed one from glory, that would deliver mankind out of the bondages of sin and death. It would have to be a special individual. See, Jesus is that special individual. The seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent. That's God preaching the gospel. That would be when Christ is raised from the dead. The first aspect would be That the serpent will bruise his heels. That's the crucifixion. Of Christ. The Messiah. The anointed one. So Jesus is virgin born. That's a miracle all by itself. Not a one of us in here. Were virgin born. Daddy got with mama. And they mixed it up. So this Messiah. This Christ is only found in one place, in Jesus. Because Jesus is the Christ. Jesus is the son of the living God. A few years ago, after I had finished ministering God's word, on the north location, a young man that was a Muslim came up to me and asked me a question. He said, I'm confused. I said, confused about what? He says, how can a spirit God have a physical son? I say, it's easy. Jesus was put into Mary's womb when she was overshadowed by the Holy Spirit in the conversation that Gabriel had with her. And the word was made flesh. That's how it happened. That's how it happened. That's a keystone scripture. To understand the whole Bible right there. That God put himself in the form of a seed. Into the womb of Mary. And that this baby would in fact be Jesus the Christ. There was no other way to do it. Because our blood is no good, it's polluted. Jesus' blood came directly from glory. So then, just like my son is seated here on the front seat. That's Freddie baby number two. Okay, I'm 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 his daddy. He came, his mother is sitting right here. That happened by intercourse but however fred was born into the house of caldwell huh and whatever house whatever name your last name is that's the house you were born in the house of teller the house of jones the house what, whatever that house was now god is specific in how he does a thing because god is the one who chose that i would be a man you would be a man, and that the lady over there would be a lady. God is the one who chose the chromosomes. Am I right about it? I can prove that all day long, because when you look back at what Job lost, Job had seven sons and three daughters. And when God restored those children, not those, but some more, he gave Joe what? Seven sons and three daughters. That's why nobody need to be trying to change their sex. because God has made that choice. You need to embrace what God has already given you. That, that's where all this is. So, so if God was going to have a son and he was, he's was going to be a son. Now, the word son also means seed. In other words, there would be no human race if there were no males running around with seed in their scrotum. There would be no human race if the woman's womb was unable to receive seed and put skin on it. So God had already orchestrated this thing. See Joseph was Mary's husband. Joseph was not Jesus' father. God is Jesus' father. So those of you in here that might not like your mama. Might not like your daddy. Daddy. Your cousins and your nieces and nephews. You ain't the one that chose the family that you were going to be in. The Lord chose that. Why don't you just get along with people? They don't like you either. But here's the point. God chose the family that we would be in. Now, when we came of age as human beings, and we accepted Jesus. Now we chose God's family. And that's what makes us brothers and sisters. Through the blood covenant. Of Jesus. So I'm headed somewhere. So God decided. That Jesus. Would be born into. The house of David. I, I really want to preach this. I, I, I want to preach this. That Jesus. That, that Jesus. The Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one from glory. Jesus, the Savior of the world. Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus, virgin born. Jesus, the miracle child, would be born into, here we go, the house of David. That's what God decided. And you see, You have to remember this. Your daddy had you in his loins when God made him a little boy. He had to be your daddy. Because your sperm was assigned to his loins. And he chose, or the woman chose, they made a choice. If they will get together, somebody got pregnant, and that's how you got here. Other than that, you were a sperm and an idea. Are we together? So I'm 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 about striving to show how God put all this together and sent his son into the house of David. That's what God did. Now, why was Jesus born into the house? of David. Go to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 in verse 29. Jesus Christ the son of the living God, the word made flesh. Now you know that was a contest between the devil and the Lord. And the contest was that since man had fallen into sin, the devil thought that he had it made, but he didn't know that God had a plan. And that God had a plan that he was going to send a little baby that would be raised upon this earth. That would become our redeemer and would become the Christ, the son of the living God. Are we still together? Alright, are you in Acts chapter 2? Verses 29 through 31. And I'm reading. This is Peter speaking. Men and brethren. Let me freely speak unto you. Of the patriarch David. That he is both dead and buried. And his sepulcher is with us. Unto this day. Therefore. Talking about David. Being a prophet. And knowing that God. Had sworn. With an oath to him. That of the fruit of his loins. According to the flesh. Somebody say flesh. According to the flesh. He would raise up Christ. To sit on his throne. He seeing this before spoke. Of the resurrection of Christ. That his soul was not left in hell. Neither his flesh did see. corruption the same Peter still sticking with his name Christ because it's going all the way back that God would send his son and that he would send him into the house of David and that Christ would not only be put to death and be buried but that he would be raised again from the dead. Therefore, we need to understand That the Messiah came to redeem all mankind. God sent his son into the world to be the savior of the world. In verse 30 says, therefore being a prophet, talking about David, and knowing that God had sworn unto, had sworn with an oath to him, that of the fruit of his loins, talking about David's loins, According to the flesh, he would raise up Christ, that is. He would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. Now, now we see why God sent Jesus into the house of David. Because David was a man after God's own heart. David was a ruler of Israel. So, therefore, in order for that lineage and legacy to continue, God made an oath to David that I'm going to give you a son. Now, you remember when Bartimaeus uh, cried out to Jesus? Jesus! The son of David! There it is. Have mercy on me. Have you ever wondered why Jesus was called the son of David? I just told you, talking about Freddy, baby, right here, because he was born into my house. Jesus is called the son of David because he was born into David's house. Duh. So we can we can adequately say then that Jesus Christ was a son of the house. Y- y'all get out. Sit. Jesus was a son of the house. A son of the house of David. That's why he was called the son of David. Because he came out of David's house. Still here? Okay, so then. That God would raise him up to sit on David's throne. Now this is the legal aspect of what qualifies Jesus to sit on his throne. One of these days. Right now, Christ is not on his throne. He is on his father's throne. Seated at God's right hand. That's God's throne. Jesus' throne is 101 Jerusalem. Over there where Benjamin Netanyahu is. That's where Jesus is coming to. So, Jesus was born into the house of David to give him the legal rights. After his birth, after his life, after Jesus' death, after the Lord's resurrection. Now hold everything. Didn't Peter just say he went into hell? Yeah, it's it's right in the writing. Jesus, in verse 31, he seeing this before spoke of the resurrection of Christ. That his soul was not left in hell neither his flesh did see corruption Jesus' body didn't rot because when the third day rolled around he was back in it up and moving he's a busy God he went all the way to hell within those three days so God raised him up according to the flesh and Jesus is alive right now and in the flesh and oh yes by the way he has no blood in his body Jesus has no blood in his body because all the blood was spilled on Calvary. And even when he had gotten up the third day and talking to to his disciples as he walked along the road to Emmaus, Hot Springs. Today's message, Jesus Christ,
1: the Son of God, FC 3028, FC 3028, is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119 or email us greenwoodacres at comcast.net.
0: and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me. Came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible, and then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119.